Hello Inside, our podcast, where science meets innovation. With our experts, we deep dive into the topics of lifestyle, wellness, healthcare and self-care. My name is Dr. Anne Latz and I'm super, super happy to introduce today's guest. Today's guest is not only a former study colleague of mine, Dr. Marika Ave is a best-selling author. She's a podcast host with, I would say, 7.5 million followers by now or downloads. Um, Dr. Marika Arve is a female founder of a program or a whole yeah, movement that's called Into Eat, Into Mind. So super happy to have you here, Marika. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so before we all yeah, find out what's really behind this Into Mind, Into Eat um, and the whole yeah, part of intuition that we hear in the words, I would be super interested to learn a little bit about your very personal journey because I know that There was yeah, some very personal passion behind it, that you really yeah, had some struggles, some problems, uh, and those led to the ideas that now really led to where we are sitting now. So yes. could you share that with us? Yes, of course. So nice to be here. Thanks for having me. And um, yeah, I'm excited to talk to you. And um, yeah, it all started with, we, both of us, we got to know each other during our medical studies. And before that, when I was around 14, I um, had kind of a beginning eating disorder because I felt so bad in my body. I, I was super um, um, in, how you say, um, I was so insecure about mm -hmm. myself. So um, I started dieting. I wanted to lose weight. And instead of losing weight, I just gained weight because I had to, like I was starving myself literally, literally down the whole, uh, the whole like few days. And after a few days, I was like binging and eating too much and was like horrible because it got worse and worse and worse. And when I started with my, with my medical studies, I found out that um, our bodies are like my body and your body, all of our bodies are a miracle and um, <laughs> they can do a lot for us and they um, all the processes in our bodies work um, and we don't even have to think about it. And I also learned about intuitive eating, which means listening to your body in terms of your eating behavior. So you, you eat when you're hungry, you eat what your body really needs and tells you. You can even listen to your body and find out what's good for yourself. And then you enjoy it more and you stop when you're full. And I started practicing it. And um, yeah, it really changed my life because I suddenly started to, to really love my body, accept my body. And um, I lost weight, but that was not the most important thing for me because um, I finally got peace with my eating behavior. Mm -hmm. And I also figured out that um, many times it's not just about our body and about what we are eating. It's so much more about our thoughts, our mindset, our habits and our emotions in terms of eating. Because most of us don't have the, the problem that we don't know what would be healthy or helpful to eat it's more that we eat for the wrong reasons mm -hmm. and that we eat for example the chocolate without really um without really needing it and eating far too much just for not feeling our emotions and that's mm -hmm. the problem and so um yeah i i i always started um i, I always had the vision of having people to be more healthy 
and that's why I started my, my medical studies. And all of a sudden, we've just talked about it in the clinic. There were so many patients that we couldn't help as doctors and that doctors couldn't help. They didn't have enough time. The people in the hospital um, were sick and um, the doctors were just treating the symptoms and couldn't really um, heal them. Mm -hmm. And um, that was when I, I thought, well, we should start earlier and we should help people be more healthy instead of just um, treating the symptoms of the sickness. Mm -hmm. And that's why we, my partner, Mark, who's also a medical doctor, mm -hmm. and I found into mind in, in order to keep people more healthy. And our vision is to um, be part of a health revolution to help <laughs> people yeah, prevent their um, sicknesses and be more healthy. And we do that through digital um, programs and um, support. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's an amazing journey. And thank you for being so open <laughs> and sharing that. Yeah. Also, I think there's a lot of points I would love to come back, especially the prevention part. Mm -hmm. But maybe to start really um, to understand a little bit more about the concept, you explained it a little bit. But you said you found out about intuitive eating. Could you describe in like easy words yeah. what is it and how can we learn that? Yeah, yeah, there are like four main principles for intuitive eating. Um, that's the first one is eat when you're physically hungry. Most people eat for certain eating times or they eat um, just because they think it, it might be useful to eat now. But um, the truth is that our body really knows when it's the best time to eat. So when you're physically hungry, hungry when you notice that you, you need food for your body, you should eat. And then the second one, it's so easy. <laughs> so the second one is to just um, eat what your body really needs and not what you have heard about eating. Because many people think, yeah, everyone has to eat low carb or everyone has to um, eat no fat at all. Or we all have to eat just, just this perfect diet plan that we read in a magazine or somewhere. But um, the truth is that our body really knows what it needs. And it's always different from day to day, from week to week um, in the in the in the cycle of mm -hmm. uh, how do you say in the like the uh, menstrual cycle yeah yeah it's always different like yeah, yeah yes yeah um you are the expert for that <laughs> so you could tell more about that but it changes from time to time and so we have to tune into our bodies and listen what we really really need and um the third one is to eat mindfully be mm -hmm. present i think everyone knows um this moment when you're in the cinema and you eat this big um can of popcorn and you you just um you eat it and all of a sudden you grab into the into the box and it's empty <laughs> and you didn't really notice mm -hmm. it <laughs> so yeah. that's when you eat mindlessly you eat much more than you need mm -hmm. and you're not really in tune with your body signals and so i always say and um, try to make your eating uh an, how do you say uh bewusst entscheidung uh, um, like something you're very yeah like a Purposeful mindful decision mindful, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 just uh, sit down and eat and do nothing else mm -hmm. <laughs> in the best case it's not always possible but so you like can. celebrate it a little bit yeah make it more and like, to, a, like yeah. really eat when you eat and not just um in front of the television or mm -hmm. something else and so focus then, on that yes then, yeah. focus on your food yeah. and not on everything else mm -hmm. and then stop when you're full <laughs> and that's most people <laughs> just eat like the whole portion size or their calorie limit for the day and that they have ca calculated with a calculator mm -hmm. but your body knows best how much yeah. it needs and that's the four principles of intuitive eating. Okay, yeah, that, that's amazing. I mean, as you said, it sounds like super, super simple. Yeah. But I think we all know, I know, and probably you also know that it's not as easy to like 
do it just like that, follow all the principles and start it um, from day one on. Yes. So is there some something you could share how you best started? Because it's it makes sense to listen to your body, but sometimes it's kind of mute. Your body is not really talking to you mm -hmm. as it should do. Um, yes. So how can we find out to really yeah, have some intelligence about our bodies? Yeah, there are many different type, types of eaters. <laughs> like um, there are some eaters, are, I call them the, in German, the unsichere esser, insecure eaters. Mm -hmm. They are super nervous, super, um, they always try to do everything very perfectly. Mm -hmm. And they are so um, nervous that they don't really trust their bodies. And for them, it's so important to gain back some trust in their bodies. Mm -hmm. So just... Um, to start appreciating, appreciating the body for what it is and not trying to have this perfect ideal body okay. that you see in the magazines um, and to really um, start listening in, and not just thinking about your food because many people are just thinking about it all the time and are not um, being are not listening to the body cues. Um, there are those I call the wenig esser and mm -hmm. that's the ones who are not eating enough. They are just trying to diet very strictly and they, they always override their hunger signals so that they don't feel them anymore. And for them, it's very important to have a rhythm again in their food. So mm -hmm. they should just eat um, regular, regular, regularly, <laughs> Diff <laughs> difficult word. Yes. Um, so they should just eat more regular and they um, can start Uh, feeling it again mm -hmm. and there are those i call the feel esser they eat too much like mm -hmm. the um, the ones who like are always eating for stress mm -hmm. and for them it's very important to cope with their stress in a different way they should um they should really try to um to find out why they are so stressed and really solve that okay. instead of eating all the time oh, yeah. and for them it's also very helpful to be more mindful and one very nice practice is the body scan meditation mm -hmm. um, which helps you put your mind in your body again because um, we, are, we are thinking all the time and we're not feeling our bodies uh -huh. and what helps us is really um, feeling again what it feels like to be in our bodies because we are so used to being everywhere else except mm -hmm. here and now okay. and that's very helpful. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So maybe we can share some link to a body scan method also in the yes. show notes because it might be helpful for everyone. Mm. And of the types you described, um, what comes to my mind is that there's a lot of yeah, emotions that are behind it. And so the stepwise approach would be to first find out, okay, what are my feelings? Why am I eating when yeah. I'm eating? Mm -hmm. And then find some patterns in it to solve the patterns. Yeah, it's quite it's quite helpful to journal in, journal in the beginning and find out mm -hmm. like um, when am I eating, what am I eating and why am I eating? That's so much more important mm -hmm. than when and what and how am I eating? So many people find out that they eat just um, because of um, what I call or what what. Uh, mindful eating um, calls mind hunger, mm -hmm. which is just in your mind. Your mind saying you should eat like this, you should eat that. And other people are eating for heart hunger, that is emotional hunger. For example, if you had a super stressful day and you find yourself mm -hmm. in the evening sitting in front of the television and you feel like, oh, I have to eat those um, whatever, chocolate, popcorn, crisps and whatever mm -hmm. your body seems to tell you but it's not really from your body it's from your heart and it's a okay. longing from your emotions 
And we are taught to not feel bad emotions because in our childhood we are conditioned this way. Mm -hmm. um, the usual uh, or the very healthy way to keep uh, to to cope with emotions is what is what children do. They feel the emotion mm -hmm. and they act upon it. Act them out. Yes. Yeah. Or they just or they start crying and. Um, then they find a solution for it. So, for example, they feel sad, they cry, and the mother comes and helps. That's mm -hmm. a very healthy uh, reaction. But if if children are like um, hurt or feel sad and cry, and the mother gives gives them an ice cream, mm -hmm. that's a quite bad conditioning mm -hmm. because we find ourselves as a grown up people, if we're sad, eating the ice cream, and mm -hmm. that's not really helpful. So, uh, we should allow ourselves to have feelings again, to have bad, so called bad emotions. Mm -hmm. They are so important. They have such an important function for our overall health because they show us when we have to change something in our lives mm -hmm. and if we don't listen to them we're like disconnected to our most important system for yeah. for living our lives and we should just um, really re-appreciate them and find a connection to them mm -hmm. again that's quite beautiful also coming back to your body as a miracle but also might be pretty hard for, for an individual to really start that. I mean, that's why probably you have people set up in the programs yes. to support them. Yeah. Could you share with us what's really the hardest to like start to get this intuition, this intuitive um, setup and also to keep it up? Because the nice thing would be to really change your eating behavior and also maybe the psychology behind it that it really sticks. Yeah, I think what's very important for the beginning is just to be more mindful around your eating behavior. And by doing so, you will find out what's not right with you, like yeah. what's wrong with your eating. So then you can dig deeper into the symptoms. Mm -hmm. Symptoms, And I think what's very important is our mindset. Because what we do in our programs is we have people have the right self-image and the right conditioning around food. We actually, they listen to audio mm -hmm. trainings um, and it's like an audio file where you really practice your new self-image because very many people are thinking quite bad about themselves. Mm -hmm. They think, I'm a loser, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I will never make it. Mm -hmm. And if you think that, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm -hmm. And we, more than 90% of all our decisions are made unconsciously. And if our unconscious mind thinks, I'm not good enough, I'm never going to make this, mm -hmm. I'm, um, I'm fat, um, that's what we are going to have in our lives. So we have to change that. We have to change the way we are thinking in order to change the way we are feeling, in order to change the way we are behaving. And mm -hmm. that's the circle. And it always reinforces itself because it's our thoughts our emotions and our um, results we have in our life so we can change that by changing the way we think about ourselves mm -hmm. and what we do in our programs is we help our participants to have a new self-image around themselves so they start loving themselves they, they start thinking differently we mm -hmm. make some um, very nice practices for example if you if you have a baby in your arm it's really not perfect because so many women struggle with their self-image mm -hmm. they hate themselves because they don't look like the woman in the magazine mm -hmm. who obviously does, don't even look <laughs> like this yeah. as well in the real life so but still our unconscious for example social media is super bad because you always see those yeah. images and you you start thinking this is normal and then you see yourself mm -hmm. and you're like okay I'm ugly mm -hmm. because no one looks like this. <laughs> no one yeah. looks like those perfect images. And um, mm -hmm. all of a sudden they start um, yeah, with very toxic thoughts around themselves. Mm -hmm. And what we do is like we 
dissolve it by changing their belief system around it. Mm -hmm. For example, if you have a baby, it doesn't really look perfect, mm -hmm. but you're totally in love. <laughs> and that's the best proof that you can love yourself because mm -hmm. you can love this super ugly baby who's farting who's um doing weird things who, <laughs> who is not really that yeah. beautiful if you compare it to a magazine woman mm -hmm. and you can still love it because it's just um so um yeah it's true love and you can feel the same mm -hmm. thing for yourself if you if you like change your conception around what's normal and what's good mm -hmm. and if you really think about your body it's so cool it does so many things for mm -hmm. you um, you have to just change the way you're thinking around it and um, yeah that's a conditioning and you can um, change it by practicing every mm -hmm. day every day every day so the, the idea would be to start it maybe with a program and then it just you hope that the behavior change just sticks with you it does because it's easier than before okay intuitive eating is so much easier than a diet mm -hmm. actually if you if you just notice how easy it is then you won't change it anymore mm -hmm. but first you have to get to the point where it's easy mm -hmm. so that's what we do yeah so some hard work in the beginning and then yes also and then it's easy yeah. because um you never want to change it it's you feel more energetic you feel um your body gets more energy and you also have those free thoughts because you're not thinking about your mm -hmm. food anymore you're just feeling mm -hmm. what your body needs and it's so much easier and your emotions are thriving because you love yourself uh -huh. and that's i think that's the most important benefit because if you're if you're emotionally free and you don't really hate yourself and you start loving yourself mm -hmm. everything in your life will change not just your eating behavior <laughs> yeah very cool um so when you researched i mean you shared a little bit with us the science yeah. and the psychological therapies behind it yeah what was i mean you found out for yourself about the whole concept and you developed them further i mean your medical doctor by training so you so you know science mm -hmm. so what was the fact or the idea the concept you found that you were really surprised about and you had said okay i would have loved to to have known that earlier and would mm -hmm. like to share that with everybody please yeah one thing is intuitive eating in general i read so many studies around it in many books and that's like that was uh, for me it was like wow amazing so that's why, why mm -hmm. i'm changing it the second thing is in my opinion this whole concept of trauma and that like the whole psychological background around food because there are so many people we, all of us i think all of us have kind of mini traumas when we mm -hmm. grow up um and it's due to the fact that we are like totally helpless without our parents we need the love and the um, help from our parents in order to be able to survive. And there are studies of children who didn't get any um, love from anyone and they mm. died. They had everything they needed physically, but they didn't have the emotional love. Mm -hmm. And so our whole nervous system is wired to being loved. We want to be loved. And that's why we start to... Um, um, to develop this con concept of what's lovable and what's not. Mm -hmm. And in our childhood, we get those mini traumas because we're like trying to be perfect for our parents and trying to um, be the perfect child to be loved. But still, um, there are moments and situations where you notice, okay, my parents are not there for me. Mm -hmm. And 
it doesn't have to be like a trauma, like they they hit you or something. No, it can be just that they don't have the time right now in this moment. And they say, no, I don't have time for you right now. And you as a child think, okay, I'm not good enough. I'm not loved. And it starts this trauma circle in your brain. Mm -hmm. And that's a super stressful um, mechanism because your brain is wired to survive. Mm -hmm. And so all of a sudden there's a lot of cortisol, a lot of um, adrenaline. And it's um, like a wiring in your brain that... Mm -hmm that lasts until you're grown up mm -hmm. because it's like a super emotional and super deep um how do you say experience in mm -hmm. your brain and when you're grown up you have this um wound this emotional mm -hmm. wound I, i call it wound but it's just an image for what's happening in yeah. your brain that there's always this neuro pathway mm -hmm. neuronal pathway that is um like so tight and stressed and it's always reactivated whenever you think there's a situation where you won't be loved mm -hmm. and um, so it's very important through mindfulness practices through inner child work through for example super cool tool is um, hypno hypnosis mm -hmm. and that's what even doctors um, use um, and it's super um, there are many studies around it that you can heal and like put the stress out of your nervous system mm -hmm. again so that you can feel loved no matter what mm -hmm. and that's like the basis for changing any behavior because you don't need um, the food as a coping you mm -hmm. don't need the cigarette as a coping anymore and you have um, much lower stress levels mm -hmm. and that's that's something that's very mind-blowing and that's yeah. what I'm using also in my um, programs mm -hmm. in order to have people be more relaxed mm -hmm. around themselves again Yeah, absolutely powerful. And also, I like it how you showed up that how everything is interconnected. I mean, of course, the brain and our mind plays an important role, but it really affects and it learns and learns so much from when we were younger. Yeah. But I think the good thing is, and that's also what you pointed out, that you can unlearn and relearn things yeah. and behaviors and really try to yeah first you have to really confront patterns and maybe of bad emotions yes. and then you can really change. Yeah. And also, this is what, what you alluded to in the beginning. I mean, when we think about prevention, very much in healthcare, we are more about curing symptoms mm -hmm. and trying to, like, diets are more like mm -hmm. symptomatic treats of, uh, yeah, some weight we want to keep, want to gain, want to have. Yes. And we're never coming to really the root cause yeah. of it. Mm -hmm. And this is what I very much found in what, what you told us here. Yeah. Right? Yes, it is. Yeah. It only lasts, uh, lasts short term, not long term. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's I already said you you have 7.5 million downloads, mm -hmm. reached 10 million people so via social media, have your book written, and a lot of I think positive feedback and a huge community coming to you. But on the other hand, what is the the criticism you sometimes get? So what is the, we could be aware of what yeah might not work or what you hear a lot of people mm -hmm. who are skeptical maybe about what you told us? Yeah, sometimes in the beginning when you hear about intuitive eating, it seems like I just say eat whatever you want or something, and mm -hmm. that's what people criticize because they are not deeper into the topic mm -hmm. and they think oh if I just ate what I want I would eat chocolate all the time and yeah. they don't understand the different difference between Between intuitive eating and emotional eating mm -hmm. which is not quite the same <laughs> and um, I think it's so important to really understand that um, if we really eat intuitively and we really listen to our body cues 
we are eating the healthiest way and it's balanced you even you can eat the chocolate it's fine mm -hmm. but you don't eat like the whole um, big package of it and that's like such a big difference so that's one thing that's criticized mm, I think that's the most criticized. So maybe like that it sounds so simple yeah uh, as simple as it actually is yeah and that's kind of the charm also in it that if you understand it that really as you said is easier then. Yeah it yeah. is yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay yeah super interesting and so, I mean, we described a little bit where you are now and you have all these programs and setups. So could you share with us what's the vision, what's coming for you uh, as a female founder and a healthcare entrepreneur in the next three, four, five years? Okay, yeah, let me, ch let me share it in a quite um, drastic way. So what's <laughs> the first thing you think about if you, um, if you think about um, music streaming services? Which company? Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> so, and what's the first thing you think about if you think about sports shoes? Yeah, there, there might be two, but yeah, Adidas. Yeah, and what's the first thing you think about when you when you think about 15 minutes grocery delivery? <laughs> yeah. uh, there's some some two, uh, yeah, but maybe gorillas might be yes, the one. Yes. So, <laughs> what what is it you think about when you think about health and prevention? Yeah, there's nothing yet. So there's a huge gap we have to fill and that's what we're working on mm -hmm. because um, I think it isn't even a topic yet, mm -hmm. digital prevention. And that's what we have to do. We have yeah. to make it a topic. We have to put brands in there. We have yeah. to be in there and really help the people when it's the most effective time to yeah. do that. And that's what we want to do. Mm -hmm. And that's why we are working on it. Wow, yeah. I mean, maybe also to, to go a little bit deeper into the prevention part. Could you share with us why you think it's so important to have body intelligence, intuitive eating to live in a preventative way? Yeah, I think it's because of the consequences. You start um, losing weight, which is very help helpful for your overall health, but you re reduce stress. Mm -hmm. There are so many studi studies about mindfulness and stress reduction, which is so important for your health. I think the, the two main issues for um, why people are in hospital are... Um, stress mm -hmm. and being overweight mm -hmm. and there are many different other reasons mm -hmm. for example smoking or some other bad habits yes of course there are some some um, sicknesses or illnesses that you can only treat in a certain way by medi by, by um, medicine and by um, uh, by pharmaceuticals mm -hmm. But there are so many things you can just change by changing your habits. And that's wh where we are right now working on. And mm -hmm. that's what you are working on as well. Yeah. So let's um, work together and change the world because <laughs> we could make like half of the hospital beds could be empty literally. Yeah. And that's what we're working on. Yeah, yeah I love that. I, I always use the term, I like to use the term, let's bring some glory to prevention. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Like because, uh, yeah, just as you described, I mean, there's a void, there's a huge gap and also so much potential and I think that was very clear when we talked it can be easy and can be fun mm -hmm. when you start it because yes. it's all connected like movement is connected yeah. with what you eat everything changes yeah. we have so many participants who all of a sudden change their profession <laughs> they're like okay I'm listening to myself I want to do something that really I like and yeah. that really helps the world so that's amazing because it changes our whole our whole world yeah People are more mindful with people who are more mindful with themselves mm -hmm. are more mindful with our world as well. Yeah, yeah, that that's also a very very nice connection we see. I mean, when you look at the topics of lifestyle medicine, it's all those things. It's like, 
of course it's always about eating and moving but stress as you pointed out mm -hmm. and then social connections we yeah. have mm -hmm. and all this fosters each other so that's a very nice potential and also this very personalized approach because yeah everyone has a different body so uh, recalling the principles the four you had I would have different, yeah, eating. different eating yeah. principles and also wishes depending mm -hmm. on my day. Yeah. And um, I mean, I, I could imagine one one criticism of what, what would make it hard for me is how is about social setups? I mm -hmm. mean, if you're invited somewhere and you sometimes eat, but yeah. you're not, I'm not, how do you say, physically hungry? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can, can I still do it? <laughs> yes, of course. And that's, that's the sweet thing, thing about it. It's not black and white. Mm -hmm. It's colorful. So you can um, eat intuitively in many different ways and you don't have to do it perfectly. Yeah. So for example, if you're not hungry yet, we call it the S spectrum. Um, I don't know what it, hunger scale. You can yeah. call it hunger scale. Yeah. Um, you can just um, check in with your body and notice, okay, I'm not really hungry right now. Maybe I'm on a four to five. Mm -hmm. So maybe I just eat a smaller amount mm -hmm. and I really enjoy it so why not mm -hmm. and you can just you can even eat a bigger amount if you want to but then you're on um, the hunger scale on seven to eight in in the end mm -hmm. and then you won't be hungry for two three four hours because you ate enough so mm -hmm. that's very cool about it because you can use it everywhere and anywhere mm -hmm. and you can just re retune into your body because mm -hmm. you eat if you eat more it's not bad because you will just not be hungry for a longer time afterwards. So. Yeah, yeah, that, no, no, that's cool. I mean, I just thought about it. Uh, that's really the point with what makes diet so hard and also so such a disaster because yeah. you try to stick to, to some regime. And then you're nervous, you're stressed yeah. and that's so bad because yeah. your whole constipation, if you're stressed, you're yeah. suddenly in your sympathetic, ner sympathetic mm -hmm. nervous system mm -hmm. and that is not for your constipation. You need parasympathetic. So mm -hmm. you need to be relaxed when you're eating. And if you are super stressed, it's no wonder that yeah. you are gaining weight. Yeah, yeah. That's the, I mean, talking about it makes really sense. And I hope a lot of people can listen and tune into this discussion because it's very eye-opening to see all those connections. Mm -hmm. Is the program something everybody can start anytime? Is it for men and women? Or? Yeah, I would say so because we have all um, quite same, well, our bodies work very differently, but still the same in the way that we eat food and uh, that we have to listen to them again. So we have more women because it's a more stressful topic for them. Mm -hmm. And the most important part of our program is reducing stress around food and body image. Um, but still for, for men, and we have men, it's very easy to do that because they don't really think about it that much mm -hmm. because they don't stress themselves so much. Mm -hmm. It's easier for them to listen to their bodies usually. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, cool. And so coming back to a very personal angle again, just as we started. So if there's one self-care tip, I mean, we are here in the Hello Inside Scientific yes, Self-Care yes. podcast. So what is your number one self-care tip you really use and would like to share with us? So the number one tip generally is being more mindful with yourself and really being more in tune with your body, listening to what's coming up. For example, if you're stressed, you might ask your body what it wants to tell you, like, why am I stressed? And you can even talk to your stress, like, okay, what's there? What do you need? What's behind that? And resolve it. Um, that's the number one tip generally. Mm -hmm. And for eating, it's the four principles and also to whenever you want to eat you can just ask yourself am i really hungry or do i want to change the way i feel mm -hmm. and then listen to your body because your body tells you and if you want to change the, the way you feel and you notice it 
you will start being more in touch with your emotions and that's quite cool because you reduce your stress you're very um yeah you're very self-caring for mm -hmm. yourself so that changes the whole quality for your life cool Yeah, I think that was a very good point to uh, to finish for today. And thank you for sharing that with us. Also, the insights really into the content of your program. Um, yeah, so, so I definitely have a look again at the four principles. Um, and I love the fact that, yeah, we can all really contribute to prevention on a very individual basis and a very personalized approach. And what was very eye-opening for me, and I think and hope for also for the audience, that it It's a lot about the emotions behind it. There's always a wish behind every emotion you have and then that we really should start to listen to those and then also to our bodies and that we have a huge, huge, very powerful body that can learn and we can really, yeah, try to appreciate that miracle, as you said, a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank cool. you so much. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, thank you all also for listening. Um, maybe Mareke can share with us where we can find her and reach out to her if there are any questions. Yes, everywhere. Yeah. Well, you can just type in my name into the internet. You can <laughs> find me. So maybe on Instagram or in the podcast Perfect. or LinkedIn, everywhere. You can okay. on our website. We can put it in the show notes. Yeah, great. We definitely do that. So yeah, Mareke can be found on the World Wide Web for sure. <laughs> and um, of course, you can also connect with us on Instagram. You can sign up to the Hello Inside newsletter and of course subscribe to the podcast for upcoming episode yeah thank you all for for being here and um, have a great day everybody and of course forget not to take care of yourself <laughs> thank you bye bye